Got to, man. Got to bounce back. Shout out to my homie Keys, Xavier Keys, on the vocals on this. Okay. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Got to get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm going to do. I've been focused. I'm not hungry. Yo, I'm starving, dude. Grind mode with my team. We making these power moves. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry, you're gonna stop and do it. In grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Cause I ain't got no time to be wasting with all this music I'm making. Man, I'm tired of being impatient, so I keep making these moves here with my crew. Vow to myself to always stay true, so I don't care what nobody else do, I know why. Like an erection, bumps in the road, but nah, I ain't stressing. I don't work out, but homie, I'm flexing. Every time I get on the beat and I bless it, rise and shine, and I never let another come and stop my grind, cause I grind all night at the gig, no lie. Then it's back in the booth for some overtime. Come on. Nope. Mm-mm. Shout out to Miss Almaramos. Shout out to Miss B. Uh-huh. I said, uh, hey, hey. Hey, my mom's told me to get them, so I don't care what y'all say. I just keep grinding. Yeah, I stay working, cause it's, you know I'm, I said, uh, that's right. In the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride. Make it look so easy, don't it make y'all mad? One thing I know, one thing is certain. I can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working. One thing I know, one thing is certain. Can't stop, won't stop. On the grind, getting mine, I'm working. No sleep, spit heat, killing these tracks, and I'm not gonna stop till I'm up on top where I'm supposed to be. Everywhere I go, I scream as people. We're more than a crew, we a family. Working, trying to get a couple Grammys. G, have them sitting on top of the mantelpiece. Thank God. Go hard, they just mad cause I'm on my job But where I'm from is the ground to starve I'm starving, I just can't do it Not having it, unthinkable So I turn in the stretch, I'm strong And now I can reach the unreachable Let's go Hey, trying to Yo, they I said I can't sit still I just laugh at y'all haters Cause I Yeah, hey Hey, hey, hey Moms told me so why don't let's go? I just keep yeah I stay cause it's you know I'm I said I that's right uh in the lab with a pen and a pad I I let's ride make it look so easy gonna make you mad one thing I know one thing is certain I can't stop won't stop. Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the ground, get in mind, I'm working Don't ever let anybody tell you That you can't get what you want Whatever you dreaming for, you get out there and you get it You make it happen Never mind the haters Real still Cause I All day Always Get them Yes sir I'm grinding, stay working, hey, I said I, that's right, 
In the lab with a pen and a pad, I Let's ride Make it look so easy, don't make you mad One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop Cause me and my team stay working One thing I know One thing is certain Can't stop, won't stop On the ground, get in mind, I'm working Got him. Yes, sir. Love him. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Time is 8.01 a.m. Uh, you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Congratulations <laughs> to our dear friend, Greg Hernandez, and a call to, uh, call to Shoulders, a woodworking initiative here in our great city of Aurora. Um, he recently did an interview with our friend Yvonne Boos. Um, it's given me purpose. Woodworking becomes an outlet for some veterans uh it was a really good article uh shout out to yvonne boost for going down there and helping to spread that particular story um you know one of the things that we have been happy to highlight for quite a while are a lot of veteran initiatives so um a call to shoulders is an organization where vets can release their energies learn new skills and create things uh, like seam liberators, pens, all kinds of great woodworking objects uh, run by our friend Greg Zilioli. So, shout out to him and congratulations for all of his hard work. It is Friday, and if you are like me, you may still have a few emails you got to answer. You may have an inbox that's still got some stuff in it. You may need to clean it out. Let us clean out our inboxes, both mentally and physically, um, as we go into this great weekend. Josue Pais, good morning to you, dear brother. Um, Judge Bianca Camargo, good morning to you as well. All right, the time is 8.02. Listen to this. We're going to start off with this. I think I mentioned this to you, maybe it was Monday, but I want you to dig this. Uh, West Aurora School District 129 has uh, announced the appointment of a new Dean of Students at West Aurora High School for next year. Uh, the West Aurora School Board recently approved the appointment. Lisa, you're here. Oh, hold on. I'll, that's that's next. Hold on. Um, Lisa, you got me off track. Okay. The West Aurora School Board recently approved the appointment of David Aguilar as high school dean at West High for the 2022-23 school year. Uh, Mr. Aguilar is coming from Larkin High School in Elgin. 
uh, where he serves as dean of freshman students. He previously was a history teacher and foreign language facilitator at East Aurora High School for six years, in addition to the dean and teacher roles. Aguilar has also served as an adjunct instructor at St. Augustine College and North Central College. Uh, he holds a bachelor's degree in history from NIU, a master's in teaching and learning from USF, University of St. Francis, and a master's degree in educational leadership from AU. The time is 8.03. Uh, hold on. Now, Lisa, Veterans Coffee and Donuts meet up tomorrow, 9 to 9.30 a.m. at BSP Veterans Serenity Park. Veterans Serenity Park is in Oswego. Shouts out to our dear friends of Oswego. And we got Oswego news here today to tell you about. I think there's a a new senior center coming up in Oswego or something like that. I don't know exactly, but I have the story. Jennifer Ryan Mason, good morning to you. And Josie Mendoza Geller. Good morning to you as well. Josie Mendoza has a friend who likes frog legs. They look really good. Josie, that plate of frog legs looks so good that your friend was eating. Tell her to bring a brother back some. And Bizzle Tizzle is here. Good morning, BTP. Good morning. Okay. Today is, this is very important. Something to tell you guys about. I told you about this Monday and Tuesday, actually. Um, where is the sun, my dude? Hey, man. You know what? I can do a lot, baby, but uh, I'm working on that sun. I'm working on, you know what I'm going to do, Michael? Jerry, for just for you, Michael. I'm going to sprinkle it. Come on, son. S-U-N. I'm going to put my little hex on it. Hopefully, we go outside and the sunshine is coming out. Okay, listen to this. Um, Kane County judges have a presentation for middle schoolers called Worries of the World Wide Web. Wow with uh, three W's. Um, judges tell students about real-life consequences for the misuse of technology. Check this out, guys. There's real-life consequences when sending a text, posting on social media, or sharing a video. The misuse of technology can lead to criminal charges, a permanent record, or in the most extreme circumstances, loss of life. Those issues are addressed in a statewide program developed by two Kane County judges and is returning this year after a pandemic pause. Uh, judges Clint Hull and Susan Bowles. The worries of the World Wide Web also addresses the alarming ties between social media, specifically cyberbullying, and teen suicide. According to the Centers for Disease Control, suicide is the third leading cause of death in young people ages 15 to 19 years old. Good Lord. Um, in 2016 and 2017, the Illinois Judges Association worked with both Bowles and Hull to expand the, the program statewide. This is only the third program sanctioned by the organization for use statewide. What students need to understand is the moment they press send on social media, they lose control over what they just sent. The text or picture, which they thought was private, can be forwarded, posted, and or shared with anyone on the internet. The end result is that private, in quotations, picture or text just became available to everyone online. The origins of the program came from concerns middle school uh, students and teachers, excuse me, middle school teachers shared with the judges about the harmful repercussions stealing, uh, students were dealing with because of social media. Uh, so today's program will be held at Geneva Middle School North. Uh, that's where that one is taking place at today. Shouts out to our friends of the Kane County. Would that be the judiciary? I think so. I got it right. 
Okay, Michael, Rayford, Brent, and Jennifer Ryan Mayne, I said hi to you. Josie is still on vacation. Um, here it is. Now, this story, let me tell you something bad. Well, no, this isn't bad, necessarily. Here's the thing. I was watching the city council meeting that just happened on Tuesday. Did you guys watch that meeting? Did anybody else watch that meeting? Did anyone else see the, what I'll call for this conversation, the hubbub about the Jericho Circle housing complex that's coming? Well, let's dig into it just a little bit for those of you who may have missed it. The Aurora City Council Committee, or excuse me, this the committee, City Council, has recommended rezoning and a preliminary plan for senior housing on the site of the former Jericho Circle housing complex. The new 1449 Senior Estate Subdivision would have a total of 70 units, 50 of them in 25 one-story duplexes and the other 20 in one-story single-family residences, a clubhouse, on-site management offices, a media center, fitness club, pickleball courts, and an outdoor community area. The active senior development would be limited to residents 62 years and older with income eligibility of 15000 $45,000 a year. According to Jim Roberts, the project developer, quote, we wanted to create something transformative for those seniors living on modest fixed incomes. To us, what 1449 represents is empowerment, empowerment of our town, of our ownership, empowerment of, to our residents, and empowerment of our legacy. The Building Zoning and Economic Development Committee unanimously recommended the rezoning from single-family to multifamily housing and the preliminary plan to the full city council, which we'll look at it during the April 19th committee of the whole meeting. Okay. Uh, well, that's the one where they looked at it. So the problem is, or one of the issues is, is that um, the Aurora Housing Authority and its ownership. That seems to be a, a stickler. Now, the senior housing would be developed by a partnership that includes the Aurora Housing Authority, the Northern Lights Development Corporation, a not-for-profit arm of the Housing Authority, and a limited partnership of investors. Um, representatives from the Federal Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, said at the time Jericho Circle was torn down the quote, the property is not conducive to any kind of housing. So it's very important. Well, this is a very important project because just like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever experienced it before, but I was once told I would never walk again. I got, I, I showed them, didn't I? Um, so I get it. You say that we can't and we will. I can dig that. I like that energy. But uh, about 10 years ago, it says developments torn down has long been considered a failure of public housing by many Aurorans. So we got senior housing coming in the Copley development, and we've also got this at Jericho Circle. Lots of senior housing going up, and I personally think that's a good thing. I do. I actually believe that that is a good thing. I think that all sectors of the population, including seniors, um, deserve deserve to be looked out for and deserve to have some uh, some good quality housing and the simple fact that it was once you know bad public housing to be repurposed uh, that was been the word of the day for a couple days now to be repurposed into something good i think is a no-brainer it's a win-win for the city um i think they should stop property tax on seniors that is a good point josue Pais. thank you very much for making that devin soto 
is here. Good morning to you, Devin Soto. You awesome brother, you. Uh, good to see you. Devin Soto is the he's ops. He's the chief operating officer. That's what ops stands for. It's a Navy term before it was like rap and all that. He's not an op. He's a friend. Um, but he's the operations of McCarty Mills. And McCarty Mills is where we will be having our two-year anniversary party, May 14th. Be there or be square. Angelica, good morning to your sister. How y'all like the new view? How y'all like it? Yeah, word up. I know what you're thinking. I know. I know you like, wow, that's pretty fly. Yes, it is. It is extremely fly, actually. One of the cool things about this little shebang is that the door is right there. And like yesterday, Nick Thompson, a friend of the show, he came in out of nowhere. And it was kind of awkward because Mavis Bates is looking over my shoulder at him. So the camera caught her looking at a person we didn't see. So this is kind of like collective security for all of us. That way, if somebody comes in the door and I don't see him, y'all can be like, type in the chat, Curtis, the murderer is behind you. And I'd probably still get murdered because it would be it would be too late. Um, okay, I told you about students in real life technology. I told you about Jericho Circle. Now let me give you some of the best news I could possibly give you. Actually, you know what? Let's take a real quick sip it up, sip it up, sip it up. You at home, Devin Soto. Cheers to all of y'all. Okay, listen. Check this out, you guys. I've got some great news for you. Um, the Aurora City Council Committee recommended a new contract extending nonprofit neighbor project as the administrator of the city's financial empowerment center. Uh, Alderman on the uh, finance committee unanimously recommended the contract through the end of 2024. This is absolutely wonderful news. Cheers to you, Devin Soto. Cheers to you. Devin, I'm coming back in there, baby, for the, uh, for the, the um, blueberry. What is it, Devin? Put that in the chat. What's the one I, what's my joint, Devin? Picking blueberries. Yeah, I'm coming back, baby. Okay, let's get to what I was telling you. The city would pay the neighbor project $247,272 through the end of this year, beginning May 1st, and then $383,035 during both 2023 and 2024. Bahati Hart, the city's innovation and strategy director, who oversees the Empowerment Center for the city, said the Empowerment Center now has almost 1,000 clients, helping residents increase savings by over $500,000 and reduce debt by over $1.2 million. The numbers. The numbers. I know what y'all thinking. Wow, Curtis. Um, I never heard numbers like that. I know you haven't. I know. I didn't have no I didn't hear numbers like that either until I read the story. But see, I can throw the paper and I can pick it up too. We are unencumbered back here, ladies and gentlemen. This is pretty pretty fly. Okay, Tom Hebert, good morning to you, my brother. Acid Rainbow Parfait, it's almost gone. Okay, Devin, hold one for your brother. I'm coming in there tonight. Counselors with the center advise low-income individuals on how to save money, buy a home, and even give career counseling. Uh, Ms. Hart said the work improves, quote, financial literacy, close quote, throughout the community. The center also is requesting $100,000 in assistance from the Grand Victoria Riverboat Fund to implement a child savings account initiative in connection with financial literacy and counseling. The saving initiative is tied in with recent legislation providing seed money for every person born in the state. And the Empowerment Center wants to help low-income people access that money. 
Ms. Hart said the city continues seeking endowments, sponsorship, and donations to sustain the Empowerment Center in the future. She added that the city has been happy with the work from the Neighbor Project. Quote, we thrive on the power of partnership. Close quote. Give it up. Everybody give it up. Y'all in the back, give it up. I said give it up. Tom Heber, are you giving it up? Victoria Hala Maldonado is here. Good morning to you, Victoria Hala Maldonado. And as a matter of fact, I think this is a good time to... Well, no, it's not not yet. I'm going to let y'all marinate with that. It's not a good time for it yet. I do have news. We have uh, Victoria Hala Maldonado news. She's always in our news here uh, on this great morning show. Okay. Um, so... This is important news as well. This will be Wednesday, April 27th. I'm telling you now uh, because I would like to see a, uh, I'd like to see this get the attention it deserves, get the traction it deserves, and fulfill a good learning component. Uh, Temple B'nai Israel, of, located at 400 North Edgelawn Drive here in Aurora, on Wednesday the 27th, they will have the Yom Hashua. Uh, Holocaust Memorial Service. This will be at the Millennium Plaza Gazebo on Stolp Avenue, right next door to uh, what's where the bunny was. If y'all saw the bunny. This will be at 5.30 p.m. Once again, it's going to be at the Millennium Plaza Gazebo. This is hosted by Temple B'nai Israel. It is a Holocaust Memorial Service. Um, Temple B'nai Israel does a lot of great things in the community and for the community. They had a rummage sale for a buck proceeds of which helped uh, the temple fund their different activities that they do in the community. Shouts out to our friends of Temple B'nai Israel and some attendees who are also friends of this show. Just like that, the Great American Morning Show. Josue Pais, how you feeling this morning? You all right? I was looking on your Instagram. I saw you got the dog shampoo. Congratulations, baby. Uh, Okay, told you about the Dean of Students. Now let's talk... You know, there's a big issue in Aurora right now. You guys may or may not be aware of it, but money and where it goes. Big thing. Let's talk about the $56 million bond issue. Aurora is looking at $56 million in bonds to fund capital and economic development projects and refinance existing bond issues. Did you watch the city council meeting, ladies and gentlemen? Chris Minnick, the city's chief financial officer, said that um, the the bond issue would not be paid back by property taxes. It will be paid out of other revenue. We intend to abate the tax levy on this. Generally speaking, the bonds will pay for about $16 million in 22 capital projects already budgeted in 2022, about $21.5 million in refinancing three existing bond issues, and about $12.2 million in payments, the city is committed to involving economic development. Um, let me read that better. $12.2 million in payments the city is committed to involving economic development projects in 2022. I think the writer of this article should have put a comma there. I really do. Uh, but I won't bandy with this article. The economic development projects include... Money due on some of the bigger redevelopments going on throughout the the, uh, city, including the Hobbs Building, Craft Urban Building, Terminal Building, the Keystone Building, the light brown colored building that's on Stolp and, you know, taking up half the block. Uh, Excuse me. 
and the former West Aurora School District Administration Building, the one located at 80 South River Street. Uh, the biggest capital projects and the money budgeted toward them includes $7.5 million on the combined maintenance facility, $1 million towards building fire station number 13, $1.8 million re, uh, towards relocating fire station number 4, $1.8 million towards buying a ladder truck, and $500,000 for improvements to the Stolp Island parking deck. Uh, the time is 8.20 a.m. Larry Eichelberger is here, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Larry Eichelberger, actually. Larry, Larry Larry Eichelberger, ladies and gentlemen. Now, that man is a, that man's a friend. And I'll tell you, I learned a lot by hanging out with, getting to know Larry Eichelberger. He is a dear friend of mine. And he's also an Air Force veteran. Shouts out to the United States Air Force. Good morning, everyone, from Java Plus Coffee and Tea. Java Plus, located at 1677 Montgomery Road here in Aurora. The 895 coffee program is in full effect. For 895, you can get a whole month of coffee for free. Well, no, not free. You, you pay, yeah. <laughs> you pay nine bucks for it. Uh, so it's not free. Don't go in there saying that. Good morning, Aurora. I don't have to pay. Don't do that. Um, yeah, a Java Plus, right. <laughs> Put it on Curtis's tab. Don't do that. Um, uh, Java Plus is a uh, great place, and on the 30th of this month, Moms for Moms vendor events and other friends of ours will be at Java Plus having a great uh, vendor event, and Good Morning Aurora will be there in the house. Okay, um, Maria Torito, always good to see you, dear friend, and Karina Suarez-Darden, good morning to you as well. Monica, would you please take us to a commercial? Ha ha ha! That was me. My bad. All right. Good morning, everyone. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories, 100% Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. Registration is open for the 2022 Miss Fiestas Patrias Scholarship Pageant. This is presented by the Aurora Hispanic Dollars for Schools. Check out the list of requirements and complete the application online. A great community cleanup event will be taking place on the 23rd of April. Tomorrow, join the Fox Valley Park District and the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez at Gregory Island Park. Located at 140 East Indian Trail, there will be equipment and refreshments provided. And I'll be sharing the registration link in our chat. Fox Valley Hands of Hope is now registering participants for the spring session of Family Forest Days. This will take place Saturday, April 30th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. and will be held at Leroy Oaks Forest Preserve. For families coping with loss, there will be outdoor activities, lunch, when, lunch will be provided, and you can speak with staff about resources. Email griefsupport at fbhh.net with any questions. And I'll be sharing that registration link with you all in our chat. Also, happy Earth Day. That's right. That's right. Happy Earth Day. Earth. 
Don't just say Earth. It's not Earth. It's Earth. <laughs> put your put your th in there, y'all. Come on, you know. Curtis is Earth Day. It's not Earth. Not how you spell Earth? E R F. It's not how you do it. <laughs> uh, that's right. Laugh it up. Michael Jackson, Joe Jackson. Good morning to you, Mr. Jackson. Uh, Dan Santos is here. Good morning to you as well. Java Plus is a friend of the community, offering meeting space for groups of all sizes. Thank you. That is right. Also next door to Stephanie Kifwit's office, state representative. Shout out to Stephanie Kifwit, who is a Marine Corps veteran. Lots of veterans doing cool stuff. Cheryl Brownell, good to see you, dear friend. I'm glad that you are here. Hold on now. You know what? I just got something right now. Um, oh, no, that's old news. Why did he send me that today? Okay, I do have, before you bring me back on camera, I got to mention this. Um, shout out to our friends of Aurora Central Catholic. I've been telling you guys about this for a while because I need you to go do this. Aurora Central Catholic High School is hosting their 26th annual Super Saturday Night Fundraiser. Don't forget, y'all. ACC is a school committed to the spiritual formation and education of young adults in the Fox Valley area for over 50 years. <coughs> Excuse me, May 5th through the 7th. This hybrid fundraiser will provide participants with a guilt-free shopping experience that will help support student programs, maintain low tuition costs, and advance the school's new strength and fitness center. This year's Cinco de Mayo theme is Nacho Average Celebration. Uh, now check this out. Auction items include destination getaways, luxury items and services, tickets to major Chicago land area attractions and activities, gift cards for local businesses and restaurants, and ACC Prime parking spots. Cool. Attendees can view auction items and raffle baskets at ACC by purchasing an in-person sip and see cocktail reception ticket for $45 per person each. Sip and see ticket includes an open bar, live music, hors d'oeuvres, taco and dessert stations. I don't know if I put the tacos next to the dessert. One raffle entry for a door prize and a wine pool. You had me at wine pool, bruh. I want to pull the red wine. Oh, what? Merlot. Okay, there's that. Marea's here. I love Java Plus. I love Java Plus too. Uh, I was a fan of Java Plus the minute I went in there one day. This is back when Michael was there, and I had the juice. They got juices there, too. Fire. Very good. Okay, now let's talk about apartments. Let's talk more about apartments. Well, actually, before we do that, let me just hold on a second. You see what's going on here, right? I know Joe Jackson sees it. I know y'all see it. Josue Pais sees it. Tracy Durant sees it. Have you noticed what the conversations have been about in the city lately? Development this, development that, apartments here, apartments there. Are you paying attention? Senior housing, Copley, we just did Weston Bridges on Tuesday. Senior housing, Jericho Circle, just told you about it 11 minutes ago. Apartments coming on the east side. Apartments on the west side. Are you paying attention, ladies and gentlemen? Now, remember, it was not that long ago that one of the points of consternation, Tracy Duran, good morning to you. One of the points of consternation was we ain't got no development. Why isn't this this? Why don't they build over here? Now they're building. What say you? Anyway, Aurora is moving to create a TIF district as an incentive for the $70 million 
Uh, DAC development. Alderman officially adopted a resolution making the announcement that the eligibility study and report as well as the redevelopment plan for the project are now available. Hey. The documents are on file with the city clerk. That's a quote from Mayor Richard Irvin. Quote, we are beginning the final process of moving forward with the proposed TIF district. April 26th. I just told you, that's a Tuesday. April 26th. The Finance Committee will make another announcement officially on that day. You heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen. So now on, because that Wednesday is going to be Buenos Aires Aurora, so that Thursday. On Thursday, I don't want to hear y'all. Curtis, I didn't know anything about it. It got passed? Yes. Well, we don't know yet, but eh. Um, okay. Alderman on the Finance Committee recommended a public hearing and convening of the Joint Review Board for the TIF District. The Joint Review Board is made up of members of all the other taxing districts involved. That board must approve of the TIF District before it can be created. Called the East River TIF District, excuse me, East River Bend TIF District, it would be part of the 246-unit, $70 million DAC Developments LLC apartment complex project between the East Bank of the Fox River and North Broadway and between Jake's Bagels and the Aurora Township Building. Uh, The city is giving uh, DAC about $6.7 million in incentives as part of the project. Creating the TIF District is one of those incentives. How about that? Okay, what do you guys think about that? That's the question of the day. What do you guys think about all the development and housing that's going on in the city? Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? Do you have an opinion at all? Or do you just want to put an emoji in the chat and just cause a little bit of fun chaos? You can do that too. But what I would like to know from you is what do you think about that? What do you think about that? You know Northgate Plaza? You know Northgate? Tracy Duran knows Northgate. You guys know Northgate, right? There's people who think that we don't need housing. We need Northgate to come back. But Northgate's not really... Northgate is a is a shopping area. And I get that. Sure. Let's not just focus on downtown. Let's spread some love over here. Make that look nice because it looks kind of... Uh, we'll just sip it up. That's, you know, it could look better. But um, let's not take our eye off the ball. I want equitable, fair, accessible, affording housing. Affordable housing. I think we can wait on the North Gate, but I don't know. What do you guys think? The time is now 8.30 a.m. Yikes. Holy cow. All right. Um, Tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. over at 1881 Electric Cycle Company at the old library. They're having e-bikes in the park. Oh, parking lot. I get it. Parking lot. Oh, Um, They'll have their e-bikes on display and you can test them out in the parking lot. Excuse me, since it'll be nice out. Thank you for the link, Tracy Duran. People can't shop if they don't have places to live. We need affordable housing. Thank you, Joe Jackson. Thank you. I know sometimes people, y'all are somewhat ambivalent to put the emojis in the chat. Curtis is kind of crazy today. So, you know, I'm going to just let anybody else comment. Thank you, Joe Jackson. I was looking for someone to to um, to agree to that point because we don't have enough of that. What you guys don't understand is this. Right before the microphone went live, I took a call from a man. And I'm not going to 
put all of his business out there, but a family member who is disabled is on the verge of being homeless. What can he do? That's the kind of things that I deal with, or we deal with, friends and partners of ours, at 7.56 a.m. every single day. People aren't calling me and us and other organizations in the city to find out what time they can start shopping at Carson's. People want to find affordable housing. How can we do that? Uh, how can we do that better as a city? I think that's uh, one of our one of our key goals here. Valeria, good morning. Ana Sierra, good morning. And Tracy Hodges, happy Friday to you as well. So what do you guys got going on this weekend? Put that in the chat. Uh, let me know what you guys got going on. We're going to get back to the news and everything, but I'm, I really, I want you, Tracy Hodges, what do you think? Anna Sierra, how do you like the new view? I want you guys to see that. Doesn't it look nice? It look kind of like cheers up in here, right? Looks pretty good. Like that show, Who's the Boss? Remember that? Tony Danza? Nope. Okay. Y'all was, no Who's the Boss fans in the chat? <laughs> Uh, okay, let's talk youth programs and let's talk contracts. So you guys will be reminded that at the, um, let's see here. So at the previous city council meeting, um, the there was a vote delayed on summer youth programs due to the lack of sites on the east side. Now I will admit, I, I must confess to you right now, must confess, although I watched the last city council meeting that took place this Tuesday, I did not stay for the whole thing, and I did not see or hear if this issue I'm about to read about is resolved. I will do my due diligence as your number one newsman and get back to y'all. But anyway, let's chop it up. The Royal City Council delayed the approval of a contract for these youth programs, a $194,000 contract with cities and schools to handle the programs for youth in uh, District 131, District 129, 308, Oswego, and uh, IPSD 204. Now, Alder Women uh, Garza of the 2nd Ward and Shakita Hartburns of the 7th Ward were the, were the voices behind holding it up. Um, the list of city council members, or the list that the city council got, um, did not include any locations in the East Aurora School District on, or on the East Side. That is the point of consternation. Now, here's the cool thing about doing this job. Since the first time I read this to you, I've heard some interesting things. I have been privileged to see some great East Aurora locations that could potentially be places but the whole point of this and the reason for holding up said funds was because of fairness and everybody being able to participate. And the fact that kids, or, or youth rather, excuse me, youth from the east side may not be able to participate in something under a great title like Cities and Schools is slightly concerning because it gives one the impression that the ball was dropped when it came to East Aurora. How could you... It's like planning for a wedding, right? It's like, how did you, how did you not get mom's seat? Like, how did you leave dad out the equation, you know? So, uh, but in, in the words of uh, Alderwoman Garza, it is unfair. Our kids need it. 
Um, and that's a quote. Our friend Simon Rodriguez said that cities, uh, he's the city's youth manager, Cities and School has had strong partnerships with the various school districts as well as many youth-based organizations. Uh, Mayor Urban indicated that there has been a location on the east side, but it fell through. Reacting to requests from the aldermen, the city staff will provide the city council a comprehensive list of locations for all city summer programs. Um, and Mrs. Hart Burns added the list should include all youth programs, including what the Fox Valley Park District is doing. Very cool stuff. Very, very cool stuff. Okay. Now, Cheryl Brownell says Cheryl Brownell says she's excited about all of the new housing coming to the area. Reminder that many of us quickly, many of us are quickly becoming seniors. It's needed now, but will be needed more in another decade and beyond. Yes, that's true. That's true. When's the best time to plant a tree? Today or 10 years ago? Cheryl brings up a good point too. Shopping, stores, retail, none of that is as important as your health and well-being. You could have a great handbag. But if you don't have anywhere to live, you have a problem. That is a bigger problem and a bigger concern. While development and getting all the shiny bells and whistles will help Aurora in the stead financially and with tourism and things like that, we need affordable housing in this city or uh, housing in the city more than anything. City is usually all inclusive. Could it could it have been apathy on East Side's part? That is very true. De- deadlines, people. We talk about deadlines. Well, I haven't told you about deadlines on this show before, have I? I mean, we give you registration links that say you have to register by the 15th. Some of y'all hit back on the 18th. Did we register already? No. Um, So deadlines, you never know. Could be. Could be. Because one of the things, this seems new to me. I don't recall ever in my whole time living in Aurora there being a ball drop situation like this. Because there is... Benavides Steam Academy. Where's Benavides Steam Academy? You heard, or Curtis? It's on uh, Indian Trail. It's on Indian Trail, right across from uh, the laundromat and uh, this driver services facility. The DMV is over there. So there's Benavides Steam Academy. So we do have places to go to. The time is eight thirty-eight a.m. Okay, love that show, Jennifer Ryan Mason. Oh, you're talking about uh. You're talking about uh, who's the boss. Yeah, that was the show. That was the show. Okay, Valeria, you look good. Thank you, Valeria. Right back at you, dear friend. Yeah, we're coming up, you know. But you know what else I can do? Yeah, I can stand up. I can give you guys a tour. But I have more news to deliver to you guys. Okay, Monica, take us to one more commercial, please, uh, as I get my next news story here for these great people. I said hi to Lisa. I did say hi. Okay. State Representative Fiber Hernandez and State Representative Stephanie Kefowit have partnered to collect donations for Mutual Ground. Donations are accepted through Friday, April 29th, and donations needed include men and women's slippers, men and women's pajama sets, extra-large towels, gas cards, overlift gift cards, glass cleaner, laundry detergent, and toilet paper. The Village Food Pantry is open at Village Baptist Church to anyone in need. Village Baptist is located at 515 South Frontenac Road, 
a photo ID is required and the pantry is open the second and fourth Friday of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. Come as early as 8.30 a.m. and join Coffee and Donuts. Also join their Sunday worship as well. For more information, feel free to call 630-851-4120. Tuesday, April 19th, which has passed. Damn, it's, old news. Yeah. What? Um, the um, senior meal distributions have returned. State Representative Hernandez, State Representative Kipowitz, State Representative Wheeler have teamed up once again on specific Mondays through spring and summer. The upcoming ones are April 25th, May 9th, and 23rd, June 13th, and 27th. Adults 60 years of age and older are eligible for five frozen meals. You are not eligible if currently enrolled in the Meals on Wheels program. This will be done in a drive-up fashion at St. Anthonosius. Greek Orthodox Church located at, located at 1855 5th Avenue in Aurora. Shout out to our great representatives for all they do. That's right. That's right. Shouts out to them. Okay, I got this news and it qualifies as that thing. Sunday, May 15th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. will be the For the Kids Children and Teen Resources event. This is a great way for parents and kids to come learn about opportunities and services available in the local area. Uh, being a teen life coach, tutoring, homeschooling specialists, youth publishing opportunities, uh, ACT and SAT test prep, career coaching, and youth entrepreneur opportunities, all of these great initiatives will be um, available to do partake in and get involved with all raffle proceeds benefit mental revelations uh again this will be at java plus 1677 montgomery road co-sponsors are spots juniors and moms for moms vendor events snacks and drinks are provided by a friend of the show annie kinsley of state farm shouts out uh so participating exhibitors include our friend uh, Victoria Hyla Maldonado, Tutor Doctor, How Learning Hits Home, Stacy M. Designs, Unstoppable You, Live Your Best Life, and This Girl's Story. Very good stuff, you guys. The time is 8.42 a.m. Okay, now here is the next thing to talk about. Two good things, actually. All right. Um, because here's the thing. Let me start this off right. Because a couple of things have happened in the last two weeks on this show. Vendor info. I got a flyer, Mike. I'll uh, I'll, I'll post a flyer about it, brother. Um, uh, here, a couple of things have happened on this show in the last couple of weeks. You guys notice Village Baptist is in rotation. Just told you about Temple Benai Israel. More, uh, more communities of faith and more faith-based organizations. Uh, have been reaching out to Good Morning Aurora, and we are extremely proud of that. Um, I do believe that for a long time, well, I had this conversation with a friend a couple of days ago. For a long time, what started happening, the show 
while being an inclusive show where everybody could get their point across and come in and share and tell us something and get an interview, we hadn't interviewed like a pastor or that just never happened. And the thing that a lot of people don't get is the show, I'm not filtering the guests. Like we, you know, people, people reach out either when they reach out or when we do, but they're never streamlined. There's never a, a group of people that just can't get an, you know, it's literally, if you're doing something positive, we will interview you. But it just so happened that we didn't interview any pastors or anything until we interviewed a pastor. And then all of a sudden, it was like the floodgates had opened. And I am extremely proud of that. I'm extremely proud of it. Like I got an email just yesterday. Um, There's a, a church in, I believe it's Woodridge. Uh, we're in talks with them to get an interview with them. And the gentleman, when I was talking to him, was like, you know, hey, um, I love the show. He's in Woodridge. But see, it's not about where you are. It's about the message. And I'm extremely proud of that. I'm extremely proud that uh, members of the faith community can look at Good Morning Aurora as a way to help spread the message. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay, listen to this. Elburn resident Stacy Groach, um, the or rather the Elburn Lions give forty-five vision tests at the Aurora Pancake Breakfast. Very cool stuff. So the Elburn Lions Club at Aurora Noon and the Aurora Noons Lions Club presented um, Bunny Breakfast with a Bunny at Luigi's, and they gave um, test kits for vision spot vision screener devices. Very cool. Uh, 45 youth were tested and 11 were referred for a follow-up diagnosis. Very cool stuff. Celebrating their 100th anniversary year, Aurora Noon Lions teamed up with Elburn Lions to add free vision screenings at the Breakfast with the Bunny fundraiser. Shouts out to Luigi's Pizza as well for being a great partner in all of this great stuff. Um, according to Mrs. Grosh, tests are open to persons from six months to adult test subjects sit for the test that takes one to five minutes. Handheld by a trained operator, the portable screener provides reliable data in seconds. And according to Ms. Grosh, Elburn Lions bought the machine for $7,000 in 2014 and have since added software updates. They've screened for the Winfield Lions, Batavia Lions, Hinkley Lions, and the most popular events are pancake breakfast with either Santa or the Easter Bunny. Very cool stuff. With the model we serve, vision impairment is among causes that the uh, the new lions focus on. Others are hearing impairment, hunger, the environment, diabetes, and childhood cancer. Uh, time is eight forty sixth. Eight forty six, not sixth. That was strange. Okay, now the last art and market um, in Aurora is going to be on April twenty third. So that is tomorrow. Last one, ladies and gentlemen, Art and Market will hold the very last one at Society 57 100 South River Street. Uh, it'll be tomorrow from, what, 9 a.m. to noon, I believe. Um, 
The market, which features both food and artists and vendors, started its spring session in February and ran on the second and fourth Saturdays from 9 a.m. to noon. That's right. The market is free to enter. When you go to Art and Market Aurora, you will like you will like what you see there. Lots of great vendors, lots of great individuals, and a uh, friendly and welcoming atmosphere as well. According to Marissa Amoni, Aurora Downtown Manager, quote, the market is a favorite of locals since it's the perfect setting to bring the community together. We feature the best of local makers and it's a fun vibe walking in, close quote. That is an awesome, awesome thing. Um, so yeah, Aurora Art Market, this is the very last one. Get ready for that. Go out there, have a good time, take some pics, but get ready for May 6th. That's going to be the shebang of shebangs. Uh, see you at the market. Hey, Marissa, how about it? Ears was ringing. She tuned in right when I said her name. Say my name, say my name. When the one is around. Y'all remember that? Okay. Y'all remember that either. All right. Um, so let's talk about the Food Truck Festival. This is the next piece of news. Um, nearly 30 food trucks will be downtown on Benton Street. The popular festival is returning after a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. As a matter of fact, I remember the last one. I remember it like it was this morning. Actually, you know who I was there with? I was there with Larry Eichelberger. Larry, you probably went to work, but remember, we were sitting back chilling, boy. Um, held by the Aurora Downtown Group, the Food Truck Festival will fill Benton Street from River Street to Broadway with a variety of food truck vendors from 5 to 9 p.m. This will be the fifth time the organization will host the event with food vendors ranging from on TV's Cupcakes to Worst Kitchen's famous Bratwurst. A few local favorites include Grumpy Gaucho, Holy Pierogi, and Strawberries Barbecue. Chicagoland and regional trucks also travel to downtown Aurora for the event. This year, Tapville Social will offer a beer garden in conjunction with the festival. Uh, according to Marissa Amoni, quote, we've worked hard to continue the local vibe of the festival as it's grown over the years. It's welcoming with no fee to enter, and we feature local nonprofits in lieu of corporate sponsors. I love that. That's the quote of the day right there. We feature local nonprofits in lieu of corporate sponsors. Um, the festival coincides with the city's with the group's monthly First Fridays event, which opens up about two dozen venues throughout downtown with art shows, live music, and more. The event is free to enter. Once again, DJ Swap's Moon will be spinning tunes, and Aurora Public Library's Bookmobile will be parked along Benton Street at well, as well. Okay. Thanks for promoting Veterans Gardening Day. Yes, not a problem. Our friends like you, Lisa. Um, and Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, that is a great event. And uh, lots, of, lots of bills have been passed um, from, you know, starting this year. Uh, this year on, lots of bills have been passed. Lots of legislation is uh, new and enacted. Um, and one of those is, has designated uh, Veterans Gardening Day. Good stuff. Okay, the time is 8.50 a.m. A couple more things, you guys. A couple more things, and then I will let you, I I suppose, will allow you to enjoy your Friday. A couple more things we got to talk about here. With the support from DuPage Habitat for Humanity, the Alive Center is opening the newest satellite location in Hanover Park. Shouts out. The Alive Center empowers teens to be resilient and impassioned through a peer mentoring Model Alive's free team-led teen-driven programs, activities, and events provide teens a unique place to build meaningful 
connections with peers and caring adults to discover what they are passionate about. This pushes towards Habitat's neighborhood revitalization goal, connecting younger generations to become change makers in their very own community. I love it. Okay, um, so the time is 8.51. That was the news for the day. Now, I do have some quick follow-up stuff that I can uh, tell you guys about. You may have noticed that we interviewed Mavis Bates, Helen Ratzlow, and Casey Fitzgerald yesterday on the show. It was a great show. Um, it was about climate, the environment, climate change, and initiatives that the uh, city of Aurora, well, all cities can take, but that would specifically benefit the city of Aurora if enacted. Uh, for those of you who've been in our great city for a while, you know or are familiar with uh, Greenfest. I think it's what it's called, Greenfest or whatever it is. Um, Mavis Bates who founded Greenfest was on with us yesterday, and uh, she said that she aims to and hopes to have another Greenfest in May next year, 2023. So we hope that that happens, and I will be out there volunteering for that. Okay, now I got some public safety news, and we will end on this. The time is 8:52 a.m. Um, so coming up now, here's this. This is pretty cool and i'm happy to shout this out state senator linda holmes kendall county sheriff dwight bade and kane county sheriff ron hayne uh, are hosting a public safety seminar this will be thursday the 28th at 6 p.m at the montgomery village hall um now montgomery village hall is located at 200 north river street in montgomery please join senator holmes ron hayne and dwight bade Bayer, excuse me, for a public safety seminar, ask questions, listen to discussions on crime in Kane and Kendall counties, and hear what's being done to keep us safe. For more information, you can call 630-820-8650. Once again, this is going to be at the Montgomery um, Village Hall. Cool thing about public safety, and at least about this panel that we have here, you know, we interviewed Linda Holmes, but we didn't talk about public safety. Um, and that was a while ago. Linda Holmes had a few things, uh, pertinent initiatives at that time to talk about, which we did. Uh, but we we have spoken to Ron Hain before. Um, and we've asked him about public safety. Um, so this will actually be interesting to see what discussions can come out of this and what other actions or any kind of new developments that could potentially come out of this. For Kendall County, um, well, I don't know what crime is like in Kendall County. Uh you know, we've got, you know, crime here in Kane County, but there's crime everywhere. This, I don't feel that our county is any more crime ridden than anywhere else. So I'd be happy to hear what the public safety discussion sounds like from Kane, from the Kane County perspective to the Kendall County perspective. Um, that'll be interesting to note. I may join via Zoom. Um, but it'll be Thursday, April 28th at 6 p.m. at the Montgomery Village Hall, 200 North River Street in Montgomery. Larry Eichelberger says, maybe you could promote one or two First Friday participants every once in a while, like what they do, what they're about, specialties, hours, etc. You know, Larry, funny you mentioned that. We are going to do that, but not this one coming up because we have to work at the event. Um, but yes, we will do that. We're going to have that bad boy right there, and we will be out there. We'll see you actually on May 6th. 
So stay tuned. Larry, if you're around on May 6th, look a brother up. Come on and geolocate me. And uh, you can be our first you can be our first on street interview, my man. All right. The time is 8:55 a.m. So um it's been a heck of a week. I hope that you guys um have a a great, a safe, and a blessed weekend. There's a whole lot of stuff going on. Once again, to let you guys know, Good Morning Aurora will be two years old this year, uh, and we will have our anniversary party at McCarty Mills, 140 South River Street. It's going to be a good time. I guarantee you that. We're going to have fun. Um, We encourage everyone in the community to come out, party with us, hang out with us, and join us um, as we celebrate. It will be a positive and fun experience. I guarantee you that. Um, Other than that, I hope that you guys have a great weekend. The weather should be nice. The weather should be very positive. So have some fun. Mow your lawn. Get all of your chores done. And get used to this view here, ladies and gentlemen, because there's a lot going on in this particular studio, in this particular room. And you may see see some new stuff. Uh, coming very soon. It could look a whole lot different on your TV screen. Happy Earth Day. We had a great time touring the new downtown greenhouse yesterday. Shouts out to you, Marissa. And uh, happy happy Earth Day, Mother Earth. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, have a great weekend. See you on Monday. Take care of yourself and each other.